Welcome to Observe and Retort. Welcome, you guys. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we are on week 29. Yeah. Of 2020. This is week 29? This is week 29. Okay. The numbers are a little confusing. We're yeah. now entering week 29. We're going to talk about week 28. Well, what kind of concept is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at counting. That's why well, I studied. Uh, we didn't go to school for fucking math, you know. Yeah, so exactly. For those of you who are listening for the first time, the basic idea here is that there used to be something called silly season where so little news happened over the summer months and sometimes over the Christmas period that the news had to fill up with nonsense that usually wouldn't even make it into the village newspaper. But during silly season, it would be on the six o'clock news because there was so little news about. (laughs) 2020 has killed that. (laughs) It's dead, you guys. You killed it. (laughs) 2020 has fucking murdered silly season. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. And two things happen because of that. Number one, we miss out on the amazing but completely stupid smaller stories. Also, we miss out on like big, big news. And the other thing, we miss out on some big news because <laughs> we're so focused on the same three huge stories. Mr. Which- Cheeto president, what he's fucking up to, you know. Ugh, I, fu- I hate it. <laughs> and it's not to say that the ongoing global pandemic or... The president of the United States or worldwide racism are not important issues. They obviously are. And it's not like we're not going to talk about racism. It's kind of fucking intertwined in anything, in everything. So, But, but. <laughs> there's some both huge and some very, very dumb stories Yeah, that we're missing out on. Yeah. And we're going to mix it up a little bit, you know, have a little yeah. pile of something for you. Nobody knows what. Well, we know. Kind of. I mean, the other one doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what you're going to talk about. And I have no idea I'm what you're excited. going to do. That's the joy of it. We yeah. bring a nice little surprise. It's a little surprise. For each other and hopefully for our listeners. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they all are. It's so funny sometimes when I'm, you know, when I'm looking at stories, I'm researching, I'm like, I, I have not heard about this. I cannot believe that it took me this long to find this story. And then I'm thinking maybe this is just in my bubble. Maybe this is plastered over other people's bubbles. I don't know. I actually, my story is, is I highly doubt that any of our listeners have heard about my main story tonight. Okay. Okay. But I wonder in if I have. some part of the world, it's, it's huge, really oh, huge news. But that's the kind of shit I like. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Should we, uh, should we get right into it? Yes. Wanna, also, I, I hear it's a doozy. I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to offer it before. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you're good at handling doozies, aren't you, David? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't want to talk about that you had shit on your finger. <laughs> I didn't have shit. Okay. It was, uh, that was this weekend. So this weekend, mm-hmm. I went on a little kayaking trip. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> stopped on the beach. And I was picking up some trash on the beach. Oh, yeah. You and were. I had a litter picker. It was not with my fingers. <laughs> And I tried to pick up some Dookie. Uh, some baby wipes. Oh. And they were really firmly stuck to this bush. <laughs> and as I was dragging them with the litter picker, when it finally all came apart, it turned out that it was clearly feces. <laughs> Aw. 
But you didn't get so it on your fingers. So thank you for bringing that up. I did oh, not get it on honey. my fingers. I got it on the litter picker and then I just put that back I in the water. I could have sworn you told me I you got it on your fingers. I guarantee I did not. <laughs> I was so excited to get into my story and now I feel like it's been ruined. <laughs> just like the kayak trip by <laughs> human shit. Thank the people you had that, to know. Thank, I don't think they did. I think they did. So, so anyway, what, what's your doozy? Your story. What's the what's the news? Nepal bans private Indian TV channels for airing false propaganda. Oh, I know I have not heard about this. Okay. So Nepal's cable and satellite television providers have stopped airing Indian news channels, with one operator saying on Friday that the move was in response to public complaints against objectionable content broadcast about Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli. Mm. The Indian channels went blank late on Thursday, days after one report on Z News suggested Oli had close ties with the Chinese ambassador to Nepal, who has been meeting several leaders of Oli's Nepal Communist Party. We felt a moral responsibility to block the channels after they aired objectionable content about our country, Max Digital TV Vice Chairman Durba Sharma told AFP News Agency. Okay. Now this sounds like a small story, but I actually think it's much bigger than that. Firstly, it's also much more entertaining than that, because Al Jazeera, when they've been writing about this, said <laughs> that Oli had close ties with the Chinese ambassador. And what the T- Indian TV channel actually said was that the prime minister had been honey trapped by the Chinese ambassador. She had seduced him. Oh. And now he was betraying his country. Oh, my. In order to draw Nepal into line with China. And that explains all of the diplomatic struggles that Nepal and India have been having recently. It was nothing to do with any Indian political decisions. It was entirely because the Chinese ambassador is a very attractive woman. Oh, bitch. Okay. Oh, you twisted it there. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it was How very nice of Al Jazeera not to, not to, you know harm our own morals by explaining what the Indian TV channels had actually said. I'm very grateful to them for that. But if you look a bit deeper, they went into quite explicit detail. Okay. Um, Tell me about it. So, the Kathmandu Post, in a strongly worded editorial on Friday, accused Indian news channels of coming up with new and invariably false propaganda against Oli. And if you look, this is actually part of a much, much bigger situation between China and India mm-hmm. and Nepal as caught in the middle. I will very much admit that I am not that familiar. Sorry. I have blind spots, many blind <laughs> spots. Nepal is basically a rectangle. And to its east, south and west is India. Yeah. In three directions. Yes, that much I... Okay. Maybe you do. But maybe everyone else doesn't. Sure, that's Maybe before I spend... I forgot that there are people listening, (laughs) supposedly. Allegedly. Who knows? I, uh... Before I spent a day and a half researching a country, maybe I've forgotten its shape. (laughs) Maybe I've forgotten exactly who borders it. It's very important to be like, this is a rectangle country. That is... Okay, the rectangle wasn't the key bit. The key bit was three sides of it border India. It's very aggressive. And the north borders Chinese Tibet. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And so it's often a lot of its diplomacy, as those are the only two countries, a lot of its diplomacy is based on the fact that it's surrounded by these two huge dominant countries. Mm-hmm. It trades something like 65% of its trade is with India. It's historically been much closer to India. Okay. And over time is starting to move closer towards China. All a right. news story that you and I imagine many of our listeners have probably heard about was the Ladakh Pass, not by this name, but the fighting between India and China hand-to-hand about a month ago. Hand-to-hand? So in I these see border... Are slapping each other? Like, nah. Slapping each other to death. No. Not a joke. 100% <laughs> oh serious. Oh my God. So, that did not go well. Okay. It's not what you expect. You're thinking hand-to-hand combat. How bad could it be? Like 30 or 40 people died. <gasps> scandalous. So in these mountain regions... Uh, between India and China, there's very it's very difficult to see where the border is. It's never really been set because it's so high up. It's, like it's, li- it's the yeah. Himalayas. Yeah. People are like, we just don't care to draw the border. <laughs> no one can even breathe up that high. Uh, Why would we? So it's all just been no, kind of priorities. Inter- yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as China and India are growing in in military and diplomatic strength, yeah. they're fighting much more over them, and they've agreed for the last four decades or something to not have any weapons, handheld weapons or anything like that in the area. Oh, oh, oh. So none of them have guns. Okay. Which was meant to be a thing for them to not fight. Yeah. But over the last year or two, Uh China's Chinese uh, soldiers have started carrying big iron pipes with nails in them. Oh, that's super chill. So... No weapons, just an innocent pipe with a nail in. doesn't carry a (laughs) pipe around for work, you know? You gotta gotta do what you... About a month ago, the tensions escalated. I fucking bet. People were walking around with pipes. It's fine, Mark. I just, I like this pipe. They fought hand to hand, and a whole bunch of soldiers on both sides died, and were apparently being thrown off the Himalayas and all Jesus sorts of Christ. crazy James Bond oh my God. shit. That's between China and India. Fuck. Nepal is in that area between China and India. It also has its own border disputes with India, which are a whole different box. Okay. So last November, India published a map which claimed territory that historically belongs to Nepal. Mm-hmm. Last month... In June, Nepal published a map in response to India's reclaiming the territory that historically they own. Okay. And and then had put the map in parliament and said, these are the official borders of Nepal to provoke India back. Like India provoked them with their map. And then Nepal was like, no, this is our map and we count everything. It was a fighting over maps. That is a nerdy fight. <laughs> It's being called the Cartographic War. That is a sexy, sexy name. It's a name. sexy name. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> you, you can't run from that fact. And they both have good points. Like, yeah. they genuinely... So, entertaining points as well. It's more than just a normal... Like, with Taiwan or something, there's rarely humor in it. But now, <laughs> there's some nerdy entertainment in this Cartographic War. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my God. the British... Most of this, I have to say, not our fault, but obviously, <laughs> as a general rule, there's British fingers in everything. That is a very everything. British thing to say. No, no. As a general rule, it's our fault. This sure. time, 
Not some, of it. some of it, not all of it. Okay. But we still have our fingers in even when it's not our fault. Obviously. So, <laughs> the British had a treaty with Nepal in 1816. Ooh. And that treaty stated that the border between India, at the time British, and Nepal was the I origin. I thinking you're saying RuPaul. I'm like, I would also, that would pop up on my... Then it would be a slap fight for the ages. You would oh, definitely oh, get slapped down. Paul would win. She would fucking... She will slap a bitch. She doesn't care. Okay. I'm sorry. I made about RuPaul. I tend to do it's that. Okay. I will try not to. It's fine. I know that my grandmother listened to our last week's podcast. I'm not sure she knows who RuPaul is. Oh, grandma. I'm so uh, sorry. Talking about my orgasm. <laughs> no, I'm bringing it up again. Damn it. Anyway... Did you talk about your orgasm last week? I, I don't did. remember that at all. Anyway. Didn't I? Oh, maybe that was the first one we didn't air. I uh, think my grandmother knows where Nepal is, but I'm not sure she knows who RuPaul is. Oh. Well, we can, grandma we can should Google it and thank up. me later. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> this treaty between Nepal and the British stated that the Kali River, mm-hmm. the origin of the Kali River, defined the border. Ah, uh, Okay. The thing is, in 1816, we weren't necessarily amazing at knowing where a river actually started. Sure. Because it can be hard to tell. It was just there. And in the the treaty, it says where it starts is the point of the border, but doesn't specify coordinates for it. So India's argument is, with modern mapping techniques, Mm -hmm. we actually know where it starts. So all of this part that's been Nepal for a while, because we now know where the start of the river is, we should change that to be where the actual start is, because that's what the treaty says. Oh. We didn't know before no. that two plus two equals four, and the treaty says... I barely know now. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is seemingly nonsense like it's technically correct but obviously not practically correct yeah like that's that's clearly not what the treaty was stating but they're like but that's convenient though you know technically that's what it says (laughs) so let's move everything oh my god what a mess would sound completely unreasonable apart from nepal's not claimed the territory for decades because they just couldn't be focused on it. It's not something that's particularly important. It's uh, only recently that they've decided to give a shit. Which means slap each other. That everyone who lives there is Indian, has Indian passports. So India is both technically correct and practically correct, but also completely wrong at the same time. What, what, uh, it's a beautiful dispute. Wow. What the fuck? How did I not hear about this? Because it's Nepal and... You know, people were like, cool. Yeah. So India's response uh-huh. to all of this, or when I say India, certain nationalist TV stations in India's response has been to say that the Prime Minister of Nepal, clearly having historically been such a good friend to India, the only explanation to this is he's been seduced by the Chinese ambassador. And now China owns Nepal. And it's nothing to do... Or I didn't even get into in 2015, they blockade... Like, Nepal and India have basically had open borders. But in 2015, they had a blockade where they cut off Nepal from trade. And it really 
made the whole country suffer. RuPaul does not like to be cut off from trade, okay? That is very important to... Also, so this is only going to be fun for people who want to race. Because trade is a thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. God. No, I think... I think. I mean, I, I'm, I've... The key point to be made. I think the key thing here is that in spite of uh, repeated challenges diplomatically yeah. between India and Nepal, in spite of China investing hugely in Nepal to make friends, you know, to become closer... Aww. In spite of decades, in particular the last five years, of struggles in their relations, uh-huh. they've still managed to blame a woman's yeah, attractiveness. Yeah, that's quite remarkable. Not surprising, but yeah. Uh, but so what is the... I, I'm not sure I got this. Like, what is the grounds for this claim? Because she's hot? No, he's hot? I, I don't... Uh, she has pictures online that were clearly taken by a photographer. Like on purpose or? Yeah. Like okay. she, she posed for a, fo- I don't, they're not sexy pictures at all, but if you go onto certain parts of Indian Twitter, you can find galleries of her that use the, <laughs> use these photos and say, look, she's clearly, there was a specific. I don't get it. I don't get she's it. She's clearly a harlot. Look at her. She's clearly <laughs> a seducer. Is- taking photos of her on purpose and, and then you look into the galleries and you're like this is a woman like there's nothing particular yeah. there's nothing racy there's nothing at all it's literally just a woman okay so so but what about him though i don't get it what, what's the <sighs> so he he's moved away from from india at like their relations of he's from the communist party in india has oh, been less hard friendly to get He's a yeah. squeaky chair. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, the the whole thing is just we're losing the soft power diplomatic war. Let's find a, a woman to blame, and then I, Nepal's reacted uh, aggressively. Oh my god, this is I have no words. This, I just how do how can people fucking say that and be serious and like she is the the root of all of this? Absolutely is. I just I mean I because she has if your kind <laughs> hasn't taken that apple oh in the God. Garden of Eden, oh then God. clearly none of this would have happened. It would be like having a woman president, like her presidential picture or like painting or whatever. It's like there's a painting of this woman and she is posing i know what a skink <laughs> like what at, like, at what? one point she was sat on some stairs <gasps> the stairs yeah so that would probably yeah we'll put up on the nope. instagram a picture of how yangzi the chinese ambassador to nepal mm. and i will find the most racy picture i can possibly find and for anyone who yes. follows on yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah. you can decide uh, whether you think she How looks... How crazy it is. <laughs> like yeah, I'm going to make the Instagram happen, so yeah. But I have to say, the, the Kathmandu Post, the Nepalese uh, huge newspaper, mm-hmm. responded with some real Ooh. misogyny shaming. Oh, like they, oh, shaming. Yeah. Okay, they <laughs> I was like, uh, it was hopeful. And 
then I was like, oh, and then I got hopeful again. That was beautiful. No, they they said uh, the propagandists have been outraging the modesty of Ambassador Howe. The ambassador's political activities may be questioned, uh, but calling her a Vishkanya or a poisonous woman <laughs> and flashing her photographs alongside Oli only exposes the deep misogyny that runs through Indian newsrooms. I think I'm just going to make my Instagram like bio poisonous woman now. I kind of, yeah. Vish Kanya. It's a cool, like, Aww. it's a cool title. I'm going to culturally appropriate that I'm not shit. sure you get to reclaim Vish Kanya on behalf yeah, of... Yeah, that's probably... <laughs> I'm just going to go with poisonous woman then, yeah. But like, also, just the fact that even if she... You know what? You know what I... Who I want for a president or a prime minister or something? I just want a woman who has taken... Even just like fucking sexual pictures of herself and like i'm just like why can't we have leaders that also are people with like a sex life i don't get it why women have to be fucking these they have to be these mice that are just like oh, i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm never i've ne- i don't have any libido i can't i'm just like i'm over it let's get some horny women in charge i'm just ugh. not I mean, to say that I- there aren't horny, horny women in charge. They just don't talk about, about it because, you know, people suck. And that's not really the point. Anyway, <laughs> I always get here. I always get here, you know. <laughs> I feel like demanding horny women is pretty much 40% of your conversation. I would, I would say. Yeah. I do appreciate them. Yeah. They, uh, they do make the world go round. <laughs> don't look at me like that. It's what? just... The voice. I was trying to make it radio. Oh, right. Yeah, I hear it now. Yeah, now, yeah. now I hear it. <laughs> I thought it was related to you know the the being a Vishkanya, and I was like, oh, is this is this your poisonous woman voice? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out what my poisonous woman voice is going to be. You know, just give me a moment. It doesn't come that naturally. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> Oh, this poor woman, Jesus Christ. What I also think it kind of talks to, which I'm not 100% sure where I'm going with this point, but there is like this big soft power war going on of who can win hearts and minds, Mm. who can create the new, uh, the traditional meaning of like first, second, third world, of first being you're with the West, second, you're with the Soviets, Third, you're non-aligned, and who can snatch up all of the third world ones? Huh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. still happening. There are still all of these soft power games going on. China's still trying to convince a whole bunch of people, investing huge amounts of money in in Africa and everything. Mm. And I think, at least from where we are, sat in Copenhagen, yeah, people are not positive about China. They're not aware of the positivity that exists about... We read about Hong Kong. Yeah, we just hear all the crap. Yeah, we read about Hong Kong and we go, this is... They're they're destroying Hong Kong. They're attacking democracy. Mm -hmm. And you go, there's actually a lot of people who are getting huge amounts of investment from China. Yeah. And they're winning. Like, they're (laughs) winning the soft... Like, Nepal is choosing... Mm -hmm actively to move away from the more democratic India towards China because they're benefiting massively 
Yeah. It's a a yeah, a soft power war that's going on. The only people like John Bolton are really calling out, and we don't want to agree with people like this. <laughs> like, he's obviously wrong because he probably just wants to have a war with China, and that's not the answer. But there is a bigger discussion about the investments that are being made mm. that we're not competing with. Yeah. When I say we, I don't really even know who you we personally. is. That I personally <laughs> am not competing with. <laughs> like, Get yours, David. Make some investments, damn it. I should invest in Nepal. <laughs> I, want I would some... invest in RuPaul. Mm. I invest a lot of time in RuPaul. I will admit that. Actually, that's probably 80% of just my brain capacity. It's like RuPaul drag race quotes. So, uh, But you talk about, you know, foreign politics and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it adds I feel up. like, I mean, I've not seen... RuPaul's Drag Race, which now you're probably going to stab me. But, but uh, yeah, I, I did I, I did sense that from your whole being. But I feel like <laughs> there can be some great foreign policy-based drag. <gasps> I mean, drag gets political. Seen, drag not, is poli- political. I'm and aware. Yeah. I'm being sincere when I say I'm pretty sure there can be some great foreign oh, yeah, policy-based yeah, 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 yeah. drag. I don't know if that happens in RuPaul's Drag Race. If it does, it might be... Winning a new subscriber. <laughs> I mean, they do get political. There's like political messages. Also, just like if you haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm, you know, I've probably made all of the people in my life watch it. Like, except for my dad, maybe. And uh, and I, I'm, I'm not going to put my heart and soul on that one. <laughs> I do think uh, the world will be a better place, though, if people just watched RuPaul's Drag Race. I will never not just... Make all the ads for this show. You should watch it. And then we make like a little segment. It's called David Watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And now we have to fucking talk about it. Because it's amazing. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> anyway, China. <laughs> I feel like we've covered China. I think your, your improvement to the world is everyone watches RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. Mine is that from now on, all war is just hand to hand. Yeah. From this point on, we just get rid of all weapons mm-hmm. and just hand to hand. And then we on. just slap each other. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that is oddly connected to RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> this is a lot of slapping. It's you know? also and how they settle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disputes. Yeah. Also, I'm groundbreaking. Just another white girl. She's like, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. It's, oh, God, I hate myself. But anyway, everybody should watch it. I don't care. I don't care. <sighs> so that was that was your story. That is, yeah. Wow, that was a big one. It is a big one. Mine right? is not that big, but um, I'm not gonna apologize for it. Said that before. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, be ashamed. Well, hit me. Okay. With the story, not with slaps. <laughs> You're too far away, anyway. Just swing, swing my fucking flat handy off face. Anyway, okay. I. Why am I drinking beer? I have to like. Make tangible sentences. Anyway, okay. My main story is called A former high school football player, Philip Blanks, dove and caught a child dropped from the balcony of a burning building. And this is from the Washington Post, written by Sidney Page. So, okay. Uh, Philip Blanks is 28 years old. 
He's a retired U.S. Marine. And uh, he was at a friend's place in Phoenix Friday morning uh, when he heard a lot of screaming. So he ran outside barefoot and he saw that the top of the whole building complex was on fire. Um, and uh, he saw this petrified woman on the third floor balcony with a child. And there's just like flames behind her. And of course, like everybody was terrified. Uh, so people were yelling to this woman that uh, she should throw her her kid down from the balcony. Also, this is on video. You can go watch this. I've actually seen it. You have. You have I seen have. It. I have seen. Well, the video. good for you because, like, I mean, I don't want to call it good news, but I mean, heroes are good news. You know, people saving people. I would say people saving people is yeah. is positive. I hope. I hope people have seen it. Kind yes. of. Yes. At least go go watch it. Um, so you see in the video, Blanks like diving for to catch this child. I fucking like when I watched it, my tongue was like being swallowed or something. I was like, my heart stopped for a, a moment. And you can see there's a man there already, like ready to catch the child. And you just see this uh, Philip Blanks just going kind of. Yeah, nope. And he just like <laughs> he dives for this kid and and he catches the child and you can just you can just see that if he hadn't done that this kid would get really badly hurt cuz this yeah. man was just not like like you just kind of see he wouldn't fucking catch him. Yeah. And uh, also Blank says that he just got tunnel vision and managed to catch him. And um so at the same time word started spreading that Another child was in the apartment. Uh, so a different man, and I'm going to get this wrong, the name. I'm sorry. I'm going to get the name wrong. It's like D'Artanen or D'Artanen Alexander. D'Artanen? D'Artanen. Like, like the musketeer? Oh, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I'm, but yes, D'Artanen, is that what you're saying? I mean, I've not seen the movie i've just read the books so i'm probably also saying it wrong oh, you're reading in the i know i'm so civilized oh my god with books <laughs> look at your match yeah. <laughs> reading i meant the comic um, <laughs> d'artagnan i think it's d'artagnan i think you're right and i am uncivilized anyway uh <laughs> so uh d'artagnan alexander ran inside the building uh to save uh what is or was an eight-year-old, and that is the, the, the sister of the, the little three-year-old that was thrown from the building. Yeah. Anyway, so he was he was on his way to work in his car, and he just saw all the commotion and, like, the fucking fire, and he parked his car and ran into the crowd and realized there was a person inside, and he just fucking ran into the building like, what the fuck? I feel like such a bad person. I When just, like, anything is happening around me, I just freak out. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I, I admire people who just fucking show up f in chaotic situations and just deliver. I, I, oh my God. It's amazing. I have some advice. Okay. Okay. In a crisis situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're the felt guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> pick something. When there's lots of people. Can I pick a martini? Sure. Okay. <laughs> when there's lots of people, the bystander effect happens. 
So you all kind of assume, oh no, something's terrible is happening. There's lots of people. Someone will stand up and yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah, totally. What it takes is one person to step forward from the crowd. And it doesn't really matter what they do. Okay. But actively do something that seems helpful. Okay, so I will be the one that kind of nudges some person's shoulder saying, you do it. You got, exactly. You fucking do it. If you take the step forward and then say to other people, okay, I'm doing this, you do that, someone else will then also step in and actually start doing stuff. I pulled my pinky yesterday. I'm just not up for it. I'm sorry. You do it, though. I wish I would do it. I would fucking do it if I didn't pull my pinky. I'm sorry. I do. So, ugh. I think, so I saw the video. Yeah. And I thought it was a really great story. I had, and I think it's quite an uplifting story, and I feel like that's really nice. Yeah. I don't but... want to ruin it right now. <laughs> ruin it. Come on. But I did see a different perspective. Yeah. And I think it would be interesting just that I saw someone pointing out mm-hmm. that the whole focus has been on the guy who caught the child. Mm-hmm. And the mother who threw the child. Yeah actually died she did i'm gonna get to it oh, I'm, I'm sorry done. i didn't Jesus. I, stay calm <laughs> okay spoiler alert oh yeah i'm like halfway oh sorry. i apologize no it's fine it's, go ahead it's fine hit me with the rest yeah 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 no, we'll get to it um so yeah alexander runs into the building and he heard the girl screaming he found her and carried her outside once he brought the girl to safety, he saw her three-year-old brother, who Blanks had saved just like a few minutes earlier, and he didn't know who had rescued the boy and said uh, you know, it was all a blur because everything was, you know, frantic and happening all at once. And uh, Blanks also said that he heard that a man saved the young girl, but in the middle of all the rush of the ambulances and the paramedics, uh, he just he wasn't able to figure out who saved her. So the next part is kind of wonderful. Blanks reached out to a local Phoenix station and he, uh, th- there's a quote, I wanted to find the man and thank him. He deserves more recognition than I do, which is nice. Um, the men connected and, uh, and they say they're forever bonded by the experience. Uh, they've also been in contact with the kid's father and he was, you know, he was at work when the, when the fire happened. So they all met up together. And there's also a picture of that, which is nice. That's cute. I will put it up on the Instagram. Uh, it was very emotional, Blank said. We became family, all three of us. Uh, and the mom, Rachel Long, she tragically died. This is the first you hear of it. Uh, but yeah, she, she fucking died in the fire, which is horrible. And Blank's also calls her the real hero because she, you know, was trying to save her babies and sacrifice herself for them. (sighs) The two kids have uh, serious injuries, but they are not life-threatening, which is good. And uh, Alexander, who ran into the the building, he was able to escape with minor burns, which is kind of amazing. So, yeah, there's that. And I, I wanted to bring something that was, I don't want to say a, people dying in a burning building is uplifting, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I do just, I'm just so amazed by people who 
rise to the occasion when there's like a just a tragedy happening. So yes, uh, go watch the video. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Do you want to do the weekly? What the fuck? Uh, wow, yes. Wow, wow. We should have a sound effect. <laughs> should go first. Okay. Do I don't I don't get a melody? I don't. We we have to just give me something. We have the serious. Just news. give me something. I don't. <laughs> I, didn't. I don't I, I don't I don't have a mad okay I mean it's gonna be a very uplifting Maddie which I feel like is not yeah no <laughs> oh yeah we snapped at the same time uh-huh what wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I hope your story is fucking uplifting now after that that melody do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> mine's more happy. Okay. So, okay. Uh, uh, okay. That so will make more let's, sense. Let's, let's, let's end on mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's leave him something happy to, to, you okay. know, to go home with. Okay. So my uh, what the fuck of the week is connected to your main story last week. Okay. About the, um, what's it called? Incro chat. Yeah, situation. Huge police bust. Also, because now they're just busting everybody. So there's like every day something new popping up. Like now they've found this fucking crazy thing. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this is called Six Men Arrested After Torture Chambers Found in the Netherlands. <laughs> Did you hear, bitch? Did I you? have not heard this. Okay, I'm happy. Uh, you. But you, you can have a what the fuck from me. Thank you. <laughs> You can have it. <laughs> Super chill story. So this is from, <laughs> uh, this is from the Independent, or it's just called Independent. Uh, and uh, match, M- match, not match. His name is not match. His name is Matt. <laughs> Mathers. He, uh, yeah, he wrote this uh, little article, and I will say that I looked at different articles just to get some more details. Anyway, so after the Incro Chat messages were decoded. Mm. Uh, there was a joint operation by Dutch and French detectives, and they, it has led them to find seven shipping containers uh, converted into prison cells and torture chambers. Six prison cells and one torture chamber. It's fucking this insane. Is why I voted for Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that shit. Don't tell our listeners that. It's the second episode. If anyone doesn't actually know me and they're listening, this is <laughs> yeah. This Some is the people point not- that they just suddenly turned like, on. Nope, they're like, "Fuck knew. that guy!" They're like dissing <laughs> Trump, and they're like, "Nobody voted Brexit." No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay, so you don't know what I did. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> okay. So footage recorded by Dutch police shows dentist chairs with straps and handcuffs inside the containers. There's a fucking dentist chair. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, these people are horrible because they've been... Well, we're assuming these people are horrible because uh-huh. they've been caught up in the... As far as we know, everyone who was using these heavily encrypted are you about, criminal... Are you about to, like, <laughs> not, defend this? I'm not. I just want to point out two things. Number okay. one mm-hmm. is uh, you told me off for kink shaming. Number two... You did? Well, that sounds like me. Yeah. 
we right now, where I live uh-huh. in Copenhagen, yeah. just round the corner. There's a torture chamber. I don't think there's a torture chamber, but there is a swingers club that I don't but think that's... it would be. I'm not saying okay. it's the same. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I don't think it would. I've never seen the inside. Mm-hmm. That sounded like a completely unbelievable denial. I have <laughs> never, I've never seen the insides. <clears throat> I have never seen the inside, but I imagine sure from the look of it on the outside uh-huh. that a dentist chair wouldn't look out of place. It's completely painted black. <sighs> it <laughs> looks well. Okay, it's, it's painted faded. I am all about black. getting your kink on in whatever you're into, but also remaining your boundaries if that's what you're into. I think you might change your mind. Okay. He, okay. You know, I was just. Like, <laughs> but I, I think it's important. Thank you yeah. for that important take. Mm-hmm. I'm all down with kink shaming. Shaming. <laughs> it's my kink. Kink shaming is is my. And you my... can't shame me for it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you I hope won. My grandmother you... listens to this oh, episode too. Sorry, grandma. I'm sorry. But also, I mean, what are we gonna? We're just gonna. No. No, I don't know how to be anything else. We're not going to self-censor. I mean, I don't know how to do that. So, they found the dentist chair with straps and handcuffs inside the containers. There were also handcuffs attached to the walls and the floor. Uh, And the containers were soundproofed and monitored remotely on video feed. Still could be a kink. I do. So far, (laughs) so far this is all just... Again, I'm assuming that they're horrible people who struggled with consent. And from what See, I've now been that's told... The thing, you know, consent is key. And I think also you don't need a encrypted chat to, you know, um, get the details down for Wednesday Swinger Club, you know. That's, that's true. Unless it's one of those... What was that site called? Madison Ashley? The Cheetah yeah, site? Yeah, what was that? Madison... What's it called, Madison Ashley? Madison, was it Ashley? I, Somebody I, is yelling right now listening to this. Because they know everything Matt, about... Victoria, Matt, I don't fucking know. What is it? Madison... It's not... Oh, Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so just a switcheroo yeah. and we got it. Okay. Madison Ashley is a jewelry company. I assume that when you're caught on Ashley Madison, you... Buy should, jewelry from Madison Ashley. They should sponsor us now. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Ashley Madison mm-hmm. was a Match.com yeah. Facebook purely for people who wanted to cheat on their Great partners. people. Great people on there. That's there. He had a huge leak. Oh, yeah. And people got millions pissed. and millions of profiles became, in 2015, there was a data breach. And basically everyone who was on it. Yeah became public yeah it was beautiful so maybe people who found their names becoming public that time were like let's buy some criminal encrypted phones so next time we can use our let's soundproof everything and sex chamber in peace (laughs) i do feel like the police but you know it is the police you never fucking know i do feel like maybe they had a little more to go on that maybe maybe you know they maybe had some proof that maybe it was bad guys you know <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> anyway, so also the containers were fitted with foil on the inside, and police believe this was an attempt to make them invisible to thermal imaging cameras. 
Typical swingers, you guys. Typical. <laughs> There you have it. Oh, okay. They also found hedge cutters, scalpels, and pliers. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say mm -hmm. you can maybe find handcuffs, maybe find a dentist chair, maybe find remote viewing uh, CCTV. Yeah. yeah. Hedge cutters yeah. sounds like it may not be found in a. There is, yeah. In a consensual swingers club. There is somebody out there with like a king for hedge cutters that is really just offended right now. <laughs> it's like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> It is wonderful. Me and my wife do completely consensual <laughs> <My> wife <laughs> activities with hedge cutters. <laughs> oh. Also, ooh, also. So, 52 pounds of MDMA, uh, like a bunch of police uniform, uh, uniforms, stolen vehicles, and weapons were confiscated. It's the Netherlands. 52 pounds, <laughs> of, 52 pounds of MDMA I mean, is a normal Tuesday in the Netherlands. Uh, That's nothing. Totes. Totes. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, the, it did say that the chambers did not appear used, so they were intended Ooh. to be used Well, I assume. But uh, there wasn't like any sign that anybody had been tortured in there yet. So so either they were brand new or somebody, they were very good at cleaning. Yeah, had like a killer. <laughs> That's horrible. A killer cleaning crew. <sighs> yeah. That was my story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got a what the fuck. Like there was success. Beautiful. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. I really thought that the... Uh... This section would be more where we, you know, the silly season kind of vibe. Oh, um, no, we're going to fuck it up. It was, it, was, <laughs> oh, it, was, it was not gentle. My main story will be whatever <laughs> that is the longest that I've heard. Because I was, I was thinking that I was going to switch these around and then it just ended up being the other story that think, was took more pages. And I was like, I'm gonna, it's all very what, what the fuck. So it's fine. It all works. We don't, we don't need to segregate. <laughs> yeah. No. It's all what the fuck. We don't It's what do. the fuck all the way down. We should just <laughs> call the podcast What the Fuck. But I do think Mark Maron uh, has the, yeah, the Sorry. rights to that one. Okay. Are you ready for my... Uh, I don't know, man. Innocent... Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Turn it up. Turn it up. Ah, uh, yeah. You ready for the, the lighthearted story? I don't know. So, <laughs> coronavirus. Oh, God. Coronavirus. Shit is... It's still going to be lighthearted, despite being a coronavirus story. Uh, okay. Keep your screams inside. Oh, I was going to do that! <laughs> Roller coaster fans told to be quiet to help Japan's COVID-19 fight. I literally put it on my Instagram yesterday. <laughs> like... This is the slogan of my life, like, or at least for 2020. A hundred percent. So obviously this is not a surprise to my co-host, but for those of you who haven't heard about mm -hmm, this, mm -hmm. visitors to Japan's amusement parks are being asked to not scream when riding roller coasters so as to help prevent spreading the coronavirus. Oh my God. Because apparently theme parks can be open. You can have little screaming dirty children running all over the place. Yeah. But if you scream also on the roller coaster... Presumably some people vomit. Presumably. Vomit is fine. Totally fine, you guys. But Just the scream, 
The scream is the real. That's the key. That's the yeah. Yeah. That's where it goes wrong. That's that's why the US is having such big problems with Corona. They just can't stop screaming. It's true. I've seen all the Karens. They're <laughs> furious. <laughs> so, <laughs> Basically, it's just like a fucking super spreader whenever Karen is just going crazy. Oh my god. And after they introduced this rule mm-hmm. in the theme park that you weren't allowed to scream, some of the fans, some of the attendees, the customers complained. They said, this is obviously not possible. How can we not scream? Also, that's the fucking point of the roller coaster. To which the theme park responded by uploading a video onto YouTube of two executives having... The most boring time possible. <laughs> I on didn't the, see that. You I haven't seen that. I, have, I just saw that. We'll get the video. Oh my God. We'll, uh-huh. we'll share it. Okay. It's amazing. These two middle aged Japanese executives, both wearing masks. Is it two and men? Both, yeah. <laughs> and they're sat there, not reacting at all to the roller coaster. It's the worst advert for a theme park oh I've God. ever seen. When, you, when we're going to watch this, people are going to watch this like. 30 years and look back at it it's like disney opening up and being like uh yeah we're gonna protect our employees but uh you just you go right ahead just go crazy it's fine i also saw yesterday a video from disneyland florida disney world florida i don't know yeah yeah oh yeah the disney in florida yeah the live stream of someone being sick what so there's a family of an american family I think they're from Florida and they live streamed their like whole lives and they went to Disney to Disney in Florida Mm -hmm. and they're live streaming the thing. And they're talking about how one of the people in the party is really sick and with Corona, she's been, no, they insist it's a tree nut allergy, a tree nut allergy. this was later on that they started saying that. At first, they're just saying, she's got a sore throat. She's been vomiting. She has a high temperature. She has a crazy high blood pressure. Like, I, I saw the blood pressure. It was to the level where you're like, this person's probably about to have a stroke. They need to go to hospital immediately. Okay. And they're listing all these things with her just walking in the and background. And live streaming. Through the like, middle of Disney. What the fuck? What? Americans are wild. When people pointed out... Uh, maybe with these symptoms, you shouldn't be anywhere near a theme park. Yeah. They said, you're the you're real, my real mom. evil ones. Because it was just an allergy and she had no COVID symptoms. They'd previously listed basically every single COVID symptom. Oh my God. Anyway, none uh, of that in Japan. But in Japan, you're not allowed to scream. <laughs> scream inside your hearts. <laughs> also, this was just a little bonus thing. The... Fans are also allowed to go back to football games in Japan, okay. which they're not almost anywhere else outside of. But the players New aren't. Like the fans can go. <laughs> the fans We're going to protect our go. players, and they are allowed to bring flags and banners. However, they are not allowed to wave them. <laughs> Shut the fuck! <laughs> and they're st- they're also not allowed to scream. So. <laughs> So if you want this haunting fucking image. Oh my god. That's so funny. So like everywhere else in the world they've got these like fake fans in the stands. If you've watched any of the football games, it's oh sometimes they're sticking up these like uh putting up um 
Fake people. Mannequins. That's the word. <laughs> I'm clearly a native English dolls. speaker. No, but wasn't dolls. that also Japan? I think that was in Korea. They accidentally oh. put sex dolls in the stands. Accidentally. Bitch. They ordered a bunch of dolls and they were apparently assured that they were just dolls. And they turned up and they were all sex. Anyway. There was uh, a lot of room for a penis in that doll, you know? So that's all I'm going to say look, about that. <laughs> if you look at the videos of, say, the South Korean dolls or the mannequins in the Premier League in mm-hmm. the UK, uh-huh. it looks completely dead. It looks kind of weird. If you look at the pictures from Japanese football, I think it's going to look exactly the same, but they're actual people. They're just not allowed to move or It's make just going to look like this old Mormon painting about these two, like, <laughs> these very serious... What is the name of that fucking... This classic paint- painting. <laughs> And just like them holding a little flag. <laughs> I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna find that. You know, uh, oh, what's it called? <laughs> Can you Photoshop a little, a little flag? American Gothic. Thank you. Can you Photoshop a little flag into that? I could. Technically, I'm capable of it. <laughs> Am I going to? Yes. No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. You don't love me. You don't love the fans. All the fans. That are listening. I'm sorry, you guys. I tried. I tried to. I tried to make it happen, but. So on that note, he's not going to do it. He's not going to. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening again. Oh, now you want to end it? Is <laughs> the moment. Um, That's fair. <laughs> All I wanted was a little Photoshop, <laughs> but no. Okay, I see. It's a stupid request. Maybe I will. We'll see. <laughs> um, again let us know through any of the channels whose weekly what the fuck you how thought how many channels do we have <laughs> what the fuckiest what the fuckiest um, <laughs> well we should say the instagram is observe and retort podcast? podcast i don't know you set it up did you set it up i think it's well is one of them oh my god I am going to just make sure. You it know will what? be I'm in gonna... the episode description. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Why is... Oh, my God. I didn't make it yet. So that's oh, why. Good. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm searching for it on Instagram and I cannot see it. I didn't make it yet. Oh, my God. Thank you for doing this with me. I'm very, very honored because um, I... Sometimes I, I'm a, you know, I don't have all my shit covered. <laughs> Final round. <laughs> that, that was a mistake. That was, now I'm just pressing random no, buttons you, by mistake. No, you're just panicking. Uh, okay. Thank you okay. very much. Yes, thanks for listening. And we'll Y'all. see you next week. Mm-hmm. Bye.